0: All right, cool. Um, Missy says it won't let him join. Oh, never mind. Woo!
1: Missy, you should be able to unmute, I think. Can you hear me? Yeah. Yeah, okay. Sorry, guys. I am counting change right now, but I can talk.
0: Oh, and we have free ASMR, too. (laughs) I thought the point of
2: ASMR was that it wasn't, like, loud and
0: sudden. (laughs) jarring.
3: Depends on what you're into.
0: I just want to know what Brandon sounds like.
3: (laughs) (laughs) I
2: I don't want to ruin the (laughs) mister.
0: You know, they say never meet your
4: heroes.
5: (laughs) (laughs) 32 days, 10 pre-jurors, one co-host and one podcast. This is Stranded in Tuamotus, and I'm your host, Pudi. Uh We're joined by Nofo, host of Isolated, who played in Stranded in Venezuela, season 19. Hello, everybody. And we're joined by our preachers. We'll go down the list of the people who are currently here and speaking, and as some may join later, we'll introduce them. Uh, so first, we have Eric, Howdy. who is, of course, our first boot along with Carrot. Um, we also have Hannah. Hi. Who came in 20th place. I believe we're joined by Jed, who came in 17th place.
3: Hello.
5: And Missy, who came in 15th place, our final pre-juror.
3: Hi. Uh, Wait, hold on. I don't don't think I came in 20th. I think Eddie got out before me and somebody else, too, possibly.
5: Yeah, there were four people before you that were 24th. Twenty-third, twenty-second, and twenty-first.
3: There were twenty-four casts? Oh, oh that was (laughs) twentieth. That's so bad. (laughs) I didn't even realize it was twentieth. Shit.
5: Yes, you've all done horribly. Uh, No. (laughs) Thank you. It was a large season and a clusterfuck of a cast, if we do say so ourselves. We had some returning players, all with, I would say, a significant amount of beef heading into the season. I thought it was a really competitive cast, though. I mean, we give the returning players shit for, you know, failing their first time. But I think they're some of our better competitors, even though you guys got out early again. Let's start off with... The first boot, Eric, who I think has been a great sport lurking. Eric, you, of course, on the newbie tribe. You kind of had to go to council with the mandatory first tribal for both tribes. Uh, How has your experience been, albeit short in the game, but you've been lurking almost the whole season. So how has that been for you?
2: So I've learned two things. One, don't go sledding the first weekend. (laughs) And two, when someone asks you to tell them about yourself, do not send them the opening lyrics of Welcome to the Black Parade by My Chemical Romance.
5: Yes. And a uh-huh. third, don't instantly target Liz, apparently.
2: <laughs> I I just openly speculated that Liz had an idol, and however we voted, we needed to consider that.
5: I think, you know, a lot of the uh, newbies who sided with her on booting, you would probably regret that now. Yeah, that's,
2: mm-hmm. that's the fun part of watching this.
5: You know, we didn't know how this would go. I mean, honestly, you guys, I'm sure, listened to some of the podcasts leading up till now, but it was kind of like, you know, we had an idea of who didn't like each other. So we thought maybe some people would be early and some would go later, but really it was a crapshoot. And of course, you know, Garrett happened. (laughs) So all bets were off on that first weekend, uh, especially for the the veterans. Well, Um, All of
0: those feuds have pretty much been broken up by this point.
5: Yeah, all the people who had beef, Went home early, which I think says a lot about that. Although, I mean, Missy's gone now, but Elizabeth and Jessica are still there. I, I don't think it'll be for much longer.
0: But Liz we'll see. for the win. Well, obviously.
5: Yeah, I don't... I, I could definitely see Jessica and Liz going... First merge boots, if we're looking at it. But uh, let's get to the next person on our list, Hannah. Hannah, you came into the game with an enemy in Stephanie, I know, but you also had some beef with UB from a while back, who of course is the other Stephanie with two ends.
3: Um, I don't know if that's really that fair to say, in my opinion. With UB, we just kind of got into stupid little debate or arguments where I like said something, and I said like, I'm not sure if that's right, and UB was like. Like you're attacking, and I was willing to totally get over that, and I did. I know exa- I remember exactly what happened. One of the things, the worst thing he ever did was say, "Like, how the hell are you going to be such a teacher if you're so impatient?" Which, like, that's very fair. Especially now, it's like now I look back at it and laugh because I'm teaching right now, and I'm incredibly depressed. And <laughs> going into this game, I was incredibly depressed and not really feeling it, and that was pretty obvious from my placement.
5: I don't know. I I thought, honestly, I thought you did a lot better to begin with. And I thought you were considering some of the beefs we we thought you were heading into the season with and your previous performance. I thought you would do, I thought you'd be a bigger target right away.
3: Mm -hmm.
5: And you really weren't. I mean, you were in the majority alliance with the vets. Uh, It wasn't until you got with newbies that you became a big target. So I have to give you credit there. It was weird seeing... Hannah, Stephanie, and Jed go pretty much back to back, considering that was like a huge part of our preseason discussion. And you guys were doing so well to start off. It just quickly uh, went to shit after that.
4: I'll mm-hmm. wait about it.
5: Jed, since you're next, uh, we'll bring you into this. You were a lot of people's like pick to win preseason, especially from the veterans who we gave. We gave the edge to the newbies for a lot of reasons. But of the veterans, most people picked you to do the best. Danny was even a big proponent of you winning. Mm -hmm. where do you think it went wrong
4: uh i mean it's hard to pinpoint exactly where you think things went wrong but i'd say overall i the the laura boot was really i kind of overstepped there and went to a lot of effort to save war dog when maybe i shouldn't have and that kind of put me on sherry's bad side and uh once that happened i was kind of done
5: let's talk to missy because i have a question for all the vets overall uh that you kind of just brought up but missy You just went out in a blaze of glory. I think one of my favorite tribal councils... Of all time, frankly, complete insanity. I'm what? still having
1: depression from it. What
5: the hell happened? Because <laughs> uh, were you just like pushing too hard for an Alexis boot or were like the veterans all?
1: Um. So basically, I think what got me out was that I was just being too pushy. And I get I think I pissed Michael off because I threatened him, uh, whatever that means. Like, I'm not scared of him, even though he did take me out kudos on him i don't know like i thought i was good i knew i was gonna get some votes but i didn't know for sure but i don't know like i almost played that idol like the last minute i went and copied it and everything and then i was like you know what i'm fine i was like it's gonna be a tie or something and then the votes and i was like well fuck me
5: I think your biggest problem was that you pushed too hard for Alexis. And I think had you gone along with Shamar, you probably could have even kept your idol and made it through that council.
1: Exactly. I think if I would have went with Shamar, it would have caused. And if Hope would have went on time, I would have been good. But I think my downfall was going after Alexis because I didn't realize how close Jess was and Hope was with her. And then, but yeah.
5: So that brings me to my next point. I think... Uh, And you guys correct me if I'm wrong. Do you think you underestimated the new players in the game? Oh, yeah.
4: yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, I don't know. I kind of assumed that you guys wouldn't just give us a bunch of dummies. You know, I I assume that there was a lot of people there that knew what they were doing and a good amount of them.
1: At first, I didn't underestimate them, but once I started to get to know them and actually talk to some of them, that's whenever I started becoming really wary of them, especially Michael, because, you know, he is an OG. He's like an old school survivor player. He, you know, played those a lot back, I don't even know when he told me, but also like just these other people, like how their relationships. good of a relationship they were making with other people it was just really scary on that part
3: Um, when i was getting voted out there were three people who did the awesome thing of making me feel really safe even though i was going out that tribal council and that was alexis michael and sherry not as much as those other two but she kind of did her best the other couple of them didn't talk to me at all, which you know that's kind of what you expect. They don't talk to the people they're voting out because they're not that good of liars. But the other three, they were very good about it. They made me feel
1: really safe. I want to bounce off of what Tana just said. I think Alex not um Liz, I think Liz trained Alexis at the beginning of the game and prepared her for what's about to come because um, Liz knew that there was swaps about to happen and so on and so forth. So I think she prepared her for it. And I think that's why Alexis became so good With everything, and had those good relationships.
0: Um, I would totally disagree with you there. Um,
5: I don't remember who said it. I think Rocker actually was saying that. You know, you know. I think actually these vets are very experienced, and I thought I had made that clear in the opening post. But I guess I should have made a little bit more clear of like these these newbies have probably more combined experience than all of the vets combined.
0: Yeah, like I've known Alexis for years. She's been in gaming for years.
5: Yeah. I mean, uh, most are close to 30 and they've been playing games since, you know, they were 20 or even younger. So now there are some that have never played games. So, you know, I couldn't say exactly that they were all gaming veterans, but we specifically, when we were casting, tried to get people who had at least some experience or were just going to be super entertaining or at least smart, smart players. So someone was also saying like, It could have been because they had met specifically Eddie, who had never played, that they had like a false impression of, you know, all of the newbies, maybe this being their first game, which was definitely not the case. I think all those newbies that are together have all played a very
2: long time, with the exception of like Reynolds. Yeah, yeah, that was the vibe I got on the first day We're we're talking to everybody. I'm just like, hey, this is the first time I've been playing one of these things. And everyone's like, oh, I've been doing these forever. I'm like, oh, shit. Yeah, I, I I played Mafia for a year in 2009 and played online board. And it's not the same. Yeah, we
5: had actually passed on a few people who were I mean, we had a lot of great interviews, but we passed on a few because we thought this season we wanted the people who were more clued in to go up against people who had already played before. We didn't want this to be like a fans versus favorite slaughter of newbies of turning out to be the opposite at <laughs> this rate.
3: Yeah. Um,
5: it's weird. I feel bad for a lot of the veterans who are getting out earlier. Because I mean, especially you guys have waited for a long time to get back in uh, only to go pre-merge again. I mean, that sucks.
4: So you intentionally casted the veterans with these beefs. In mind,
0: yes. Well, I, we had Thanks. a pool. Well, well we that had was a wasn't, pool. That wasn't why we cast you.
4: No. <laughs> no I, yeah, I didn't get that sense for me. But when you're mine talking about, mine was to, earlier, to piss off
1: Liz the community.
5: I would say the one person we threw in specifically for the beefs was probably Stephanie with one N, Uh So you're welcome, <laughs> uh, Jenna. Yeah, but she had been out so early both times she played that it was like okay, she fits the criteria. Another insider scoop because we were considering chelsea instead of missy but we thought it's probably our only chance to get missy back in a way that's fair because this way at least everyone will know her story and will be able to decide for themselves if they want to keep her or not and also it was a second chance season so you know missy this was kind of your only shot
1: yeah <laughs>
5: <laughs> but i thought you did really well with it to be fair
1: I hoped I redeemed myself.
5: Yeah. I mean, I don't know if you redeem yourself gameplay wise, but certainly uh, entertainment wise. Yeah.
2: (laughs) Thank you. Thank you. I'll take that Oscar. Yeah. I, I enjoyed watching you play.
5: Eddie, I saw you unmute. Are you there? See if we can get Eddie. His mic might not be working, so uh, we'll continue until he pipes up. Um, Eddie's
3: funny. <laughs> Eddie's so much. He, he I would love to hear from shit. Eddie
5: because he's. I mean, I know he's English second language, and he's a teacher.
1: Yeah, but, Wait, wait, uh, he's his his language. His second language is English.
5: I believe so. I think he's from originally Columbia and now he's living in Australia teaching.
1: I can see that. Yeah, I I just thought he had horrible grammar just like (laughs) Mia. Well, (laughs) who's Mia? You know. Exactly.
3: Oh, shut up.
1: (laughs) I
5: would like to know, like, uh, I have questions for Eddie, so if he does pipe up or if you're reading this, you can type in the chat, Eddie, if you're hearing this. I'd like to know, like, how much of Survivor he knew because there were times where I wasn't sure that he knew a whole lot about Survivor. (laughs) It was like, the idol works how
3: yeah when he was saying that in that conversation with me i was like he's got to be bullshitting me and he actually knows so much but
0: <laughs> i don't <laughs>
4: think so i don't
3: know nothing at yeah,
4: all <laughs> kind of kind of we eventually just voted him out because we figured at that point he just didn't know how to use the idol so i don't think he did
0: well I, I would like to know though so uh, eddie if he, you're listening didn't he say like he got locked out of tribal or something what was what was going on uh, that was Brandon. Well, he's Eddie said something too, didn't he?
5: I don't know. I think they just didn't know how to find trouble counsel, to be fair.
3: Garrett and wear it.
5: (laughs) (laughs) Wore it, yeah. That was War Dog. Uh, Shout out to Garrett for making the pre-merge. Those of you who joined late, I'm sure you went back and saw some of what you might have missed, but F's out for an icon.
4: Yeah, so that was legit. He just tried to split the tribe down the middle with him on both sides.
3: Garrett was really trying to split us. He was telling everybody about the alliances we had and it was like, you made those. (laughs) You made those alliances.
1: So about that is because I was, did not know I was included in the um, crazy people alliance until Rocker told me. And I was like, when the fuck did I get put in this alliance that I did not even know about? <laughs> and then someone else came to me about it. And I was like, I don't know what you're talking about.
5: The funny part was, I think uh, uh, most people wanted to work with Garrett at least the first day. And then the second day he lost his friggin' mind. So everyone's like, OK, he can go. <laughs>
3: Yeah, I was definitely keen on working with Garrett. And when he started doing that stuff, I was a little bit like, "Mm, I'm not sure. And by the way, I did not make the first move up against Garrett. I think that was Jessica. But anyways.
5: No, um, I think you were like the last person to vote for him at that Tribal Council, which I don't no, blame. No,
3: that's not the truth, but there was at one point where I saw in the spec chair voting for trying to get out Garrett. It's like, I'm not the first one who brought that up. But anyways, the reason that really steered me against Garrett was that he was checking the PMs to see who's in the PMs and trying to track an alliance in there. That's what put me over the edge.
5: And he totally Whoa. caught you guys.
3: Well, yeah, <laughs> but I didn't like that he was stalking the DMs. I, I just,
5: don't blame you. I mean, if someone caught me
4: in an lines, I'd want them out, too. Yeah. yeah, didn't he say something about seeing me, you, and Jessica in there a bunch?
3: He told Jessica, and Jessica told me, and I was like, uh no
5: (laughs) can we talk about jessica because from a lurker's perspective she's been controlling a lot of the season shockingly but she's also been like it's it's a weird phenomenon i don't know if she's the best player but she's obviously been doing well enough to be in a good position
1: she's emotionally unstable in this game
5: and that's coming from missy (laughs) (laughs) Um, which says a lot Jed and Hannah, you guys were in alliance with her from the start. What was your perspective on Jessica's gameplay?
3: Um, She was like a nicer, slightly less paranoid Aurora to me. I got along with her really well and I wanted to work with her because, well, when Garrett was targeting her, it was kind of obvious that most of the tribe wasn't into that because she's so nice. And I was really rooting for her, but I think she's going to go out pretty soon, especially after accidentally whispering to Shamar, that last tribal, that was a mess. And she was just not doing so hot there.
4: Yeah, Yeah. I never I got along with her really well. I guess I we worked well together. we were always on the same page, keeping each other informed. I never got the sense that she was overly paranoid, but I guess that's the case.
5: Um, I don't I guess, you know, it depends on how you're looking at it. I mean, it could just be that she's playing very hard. To be fair, I mean, it's working so far. I think it's catching up to her. But yeah,
4: 100 um, percent, you could say at the very least, she's doing her best and trying yeah. hard as she can.
5: I, I thought she was going to be a train wreck coming into the season just from how she was talking and how she was bragging about like discord games. And I was like, oh, Lord, we're <laughs> about to she's about to be humbled quick. But to be fair, that hasn't been the case. So, I mean, good for her. And really, her social game has been very strong. So kudos to her. I thought it was going to go totally different. So I think that's another part of the disconnect that like lurkers are having from players. I don't I think she's in trouble right now, but it is a long weekend. So anything could happen before tomorrow. Let's talk about Aurora. What was up with Aurora? I, I mean, I, I've seen her in Curl Islands and she was insane there but like since then at least on the server she's completely chill and very very easy to talk to and work with and so I thought coming into this she it would be like a whole new game but it's really been more of the same Uh, paranoia craziness uh, confrontation what was working with her like
3: Oh, it's awful Um, (laughs) I mean it was fine at first and we were getting along great and then she decided okay I'm gonna come for Hannah and so I'm gonna just say like she's coming for me you all I mean I don't know how many of you saw that stupid video confessional i did but that summed up my thoughts perfectly on that
5: i mean we saw the confrontation which was insane
3: yeah i was not coming Uh, for her
5: (laughs) promise no i think aurora does this thing where she has a conversation with you and it's almost like she's looking for something to to jump on you about Definitely. Whether it's like you don't respond quick enough or you say something she doesn't like and and then she'll just attack. And it's like, whoa, where did that come from?
1: See, whenever I would talk to her, I'd get the vibe that I was like the troubled teenager that was being a wild child. And she was the concerned mother. I always felt like she was getting on to me, like telling me to calm down or be level headed, especially with that vote that got my ass out.
5: Yeah. What was I was trying to figure out your connection with Aurora? Because... You know, I thought maybe it was an extension of Reem since they played together, but I think Reem and her had beef. So what drew you to Aurora, I guess?
1: So whenever we played Rematch last season like after tanzania me and her started talking because of that and then even whenever i didn't make it on we would occasionally talk here and there and i guess reem would talk to her about me and then i would talk to her about reem or just vice versa stuff like that and so like me and or were like we were mutual friends and then we would just talk here and there about things or we were being a group chat with reem and i don't know we just clicked oh, no, from there not the group
5: chats again missy you didn't learn uh, lesson. oh my
1: gosh <laughs> And then um, once, like, I saw her in the game, I was like, "Oh my gosh!" I was like, "There's someone I know I can work with because you know we we're cordial with each other in real life." And I was like, "I think I can work with her." So like, we would just talk, and like, I I don't know, I liked her once I actually got to know her.
5: No, I I like Aurora a lot. I, I'm surprised by, by how she's playing. Uh, I don't think I could get along with her in the season, but outside of the game, she's great. Is there anyone else who like really surprised you? I think for me, I've been surprised by UB uh, Stephanie. With two ends. I kind of thought she was a little off in her first season and also on the servers. Uh, but I think she's been playing this phenomenally, like really, really well.
3: Yeah, Yubi's doing great. <laughs> I agree with that for sure. From what okay, I've heard, she's
1: playing really good and she scares the fuck out of me.
5: Yeah, I would be very scared if I was playing with her. I think she I think of like the veterans, she's playing the best, um, which probably comes from experience. But also like even just from last time she played, uh, there's like a world of difference. Of course, that was six years ago. So, you know, <laughs>
1: like <laughs> you know. she is so nice. It's scary. Yeah. <laughs> Like, she, like, how she talks to you makes you feel so comfortable and, like, you're genuinely cared for. But I feel like she would just cut you right then and there if she needs to. And that's what scared the fuck out of me from her because I could tell that from the start. That, you know, she would butter me up and make me feel all good. And then I know she would go and say something about my name or something like that. Like, I know she'd go after me whenever she got the chance.
3: Yeah.
5: Yeah, um, and another interesting thing is her friendship with Ty. They're both the some of the older veterans, but also they were on the outs. On the original Te with all the vets. And the difference is so far, it looks like everyone kind of hates Ty, <laughs> um, which was his experience his first time playing, or at least they don't like him in the game. What is it about Ty that's threatening or off-putting?
3: I don't know. I thought he was great, so I don't.
4: <laughs> uh, my only experience, I got along with him pretty well early on. but As soon as the tide turned on Garrett, there was word that Ty was, you know, scurrying around trying to throw other people under the bus you <sniffs> That's really my only experience with him.
1: Well, I liked Ty until I heard that he claimed me, Jed, Jessica, and Liz were all working together. And I was like, I barely even worked with Jed. Jessica and Liz, I'm trying my best to work with them. And then whenever, and like, I don't know, I just had like a, such a good place in my heart for Hannah and Awara. And like whenever I would hear their names, I'd get like fucking pissed. And so whenever I heard that he, like he threw them two under the bus, that's why I, Hannah went home. It just made me furious at him. I was like, fuck Ty, I can't. Stand-up. But then, right. before I got voted out, I did a 180. <laughs>
5: I kind of think a lot of it's word of mouth. Like, I think he got he was on the outs. And so as an enemy of people, it just was easy to pile on to him as like an outsider. I kind of think that that's just been perpetuated throughout the season. Now, I do think he has he has been kind of aggressive in his game moves. So I could see that rubbing people the wrong way, too. Uh, I was just interested in what y'all's experience was. But apparently everyone enjoys talking to Ty. They just don't trust him in the game, which is interesting.
3: I mean, if he's a reason I went out here, I don't I don't really care. Like if he ends up winning, then that's awesome.
5: Um, oh, oh, is it Brandon?
0: Yeah,
3: Brandon, Brandon,
0: Brandon, please say something unmute yourself and say something.
3: Talk to us, Brandon.
5: An icon has entered the chat, maybe. All right. Well, Brandon, when you get a minute, if you can chime in, please do. We'd love to hear from you. Let's talk to Eric. What has your impression of the veterans been from what you've seen? And like, from your perspective, what was it like seeing them all kind of go back to back early on with all this drama going on?
2: I mean, it, it was good to see that the veterans didn't just get together and be like, okay, let's just beat up all the newbies and take all of us out. So it's Like uh, as someone who, in fact, just I I didn't interact. I just watched the game. It's it's more dynamic that way. And that makes it more interesting.
5: See, I would have thought you'd want all the newbies to go after.
2: (laughs) I don't care. Like, (laughs) (laughs) oh, no, they voted me out. It was going to happen eventually anyway. Well, that's a good attitude. At least what do you guys think?
5: uh, And just anybody chime in here. I guess we'll start with you, Eric, since we're talking to you. Who do you think is playing the best game right now? And who do you think might win?
2: So I'm I'm rooting for Alexis and Michael, so I'm a little biased. I thought Michael was doing really well, but it, it looks like based on all of the confessionals, he's pretty high on a lot of people's radars. So he's going to have to do something soon to lower threat. So at this point, I don't know, maybe Matt. Matt seems like he's doing pretty well.
5: Those are all good picks, I think. Hannah, what are you, what are you thinking? Who's playing the best?
3: Um, again, I'm a little bit biased because Hope was my partner, but even her as my partner and her not telling me a lot, but with everything else, I think she's doing pretty well, but there's a potential chance she might get, I don't want to say goaded, I don't think she's a goat, it's just she might get carried. if that makes sense. Like she might get like second place if she doesn't do something quick and good, but I think she's doing pretty well. Um, Alexis is doing amazing. She's, Scary to look out for. She's really good. And Michael's really good too. Yeah, I can't really see a favorite winning except for maybe Stephanie with two N's. Though Rocker's doing pretty decent as well, I think.
5: Rocker's got his fans, that's for sure. I you know, Rocker is someone who we fight over as co-hosts where you know half of us think there's no way he'll win, the other half are like he can pull it out. So I don't know. It's an interesting I am, call.
2: I enjoy Rocker.
5: I enjoy him too. I don't know that he can win. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I'm in the camp of not believing he can win. Mm,
0: yeah, uh-huh.
2: I
5: would also agree about Hope. I think she actually reminds me a lot of Michelle from Career Islands. She's not a, as big of a presence strategically,
3: mm-hmm.
5: but... I do think she has that personality where if she's in the final three, just based off her relationships, she might be likable enough to win. So we'll see. I think that's an interesting, she'll be an interesting one to watch. Jed, who do you think playing the best game?
4: Uh, admittedly, I've not kept up too much since I got voted out. So I'll take a cue from Hannah and point out my partner, Reynolds, who seems to be doing a decent job. Uh, I just, you know, who's going to vote out Reynolds anytime soon? He's. I think the whole douche bro thing works for him, and it makes him very unassuming, and that could get him, you know, decently far enough to the point where all he has to do is make a few moves, and then maybe he's in the discussion.
5: Yeah, I, you know, Joaquin is a huge Reynolds fan, not surprisingly. I think Reynold will probably outplay himself, probably around final six or so. I think he's going to try to make too many flashy moves, backstab the wrong person here or there. That's kind of what I see happening with Reynolds. But certainly, he has his fans. I think this season's been extremely hard to predict anything. I think because there's so many different different bonds and that's made more complicated by like the partnerships and all the swaps this season. So it's very hard to tell. What I do think will happen is I can't see Elizabeth or Jessica going too far. I also can't see Aurora going very far because I don't know that people want to keep her around. She's too much of a wild card, I think. I could be wrong, though.
0: Uh, I think all those
5: newbie picks are, are pretty solid.
0: Anyway, this boot list sucks. <laughs> yeah, I, but it does suck. But but uh, on paper it sucks. But it's it's been fine, you know. Watching,
5: it's been a fun season so far. I, I would say you know it's been less dramatic than we thought, given all the dramatic people in it. But certainly, like the last few boats have been insanity. I think what's what's been happening is that. The players are really good this season. And so we're seeing like a lot of great and some bad strategic moves. But I'd say like it's more strategically interesting than personally. Although that may be changing, particularly with like Elizabeth going off on a lot of those newbies. What do we think about Elizabeth? She's someone who started the game very popular, immediately got voted into the newbies, became very popular there, and now is very unpopular with the newbies. She's had quite a journey this season. What what has been your experience with Elizabeth? And are you rooting for her?
1: I love her.
3: Mm-hmm. Um, well, they- like on my application for this. A few people were, like, mad at me because I said, like, I want to vote out Elizabeth because I think it'd be funny if she was a three-time pre-merge vote. And people were mad about me about that, thinking it was like, oh, I'm targeting your favorite Person of all time that wasn't the reason i just was making a stupid joke but my reason for saying that other than making a stupid joke is that she's a good player she just needs to calm down if she would calm down hey, and just everybody. apologize
0: oh my god brandon oh.
6: sorry hannah
3: okay go ahead brandon go ahead talk
6: okay. Sorry to interrupt you. Yeah, Elizabeth, she was one of the people that like I talked to the most because she was one of the people having deep conversations. I mean, it's not public, so y'all can go read it, but we talked about Jesus and our family and stuff, and um, I think it's wild—the mother with five kids that still somehow has time to play orgs, but <laughs> she was one of the people talking a lot, like, Michael, he talked a little bit to me, but I kind of just feel like he was kind of telling me, I don't know, I felt like he was holding back, like, part of his personality or something. I felt like a lot of people were so quiet at the beginning, because I, I come from, like, Discord or so I do people, people are, like, talking right out of the gate a lot more.
5: Yeah.
1: Oh, my God, I'm not the only country person here.
5: <laughs> yeah. uh, welcome yes. to the podcast, Brandon. And also, God bless. Uh, thank you thank <laughs> Uh, First of all, it's no secret how much we loved you, Brandon, this season. I'm glad you said that about Elizabeth, because I I forgot that she was like one of the few people to really have like good conversations with you and kind of want to keep you in the game. Right. Which is interesting, considering you different different backgrounds.
6: I think what get voted out early was mainly because I was so bad at the challenges because I couldn't even find the word search one. And the other, the puzzle one I was bad at. And then we didn't have a challenge the first time because both tribes just went to Tribal Council.
5: Yeah, I think you you, kind of got lumped in with Eddie as the the early boots on that tribe.
6: Well, Eric somehow ended up being the first boot, which that seemed... I I knew my name was being mentioned as a first boot probably just because I was like one of the few people talking and uh, (laughs) I didn't know what other people thought of me. Yeah, I really don't know how it ended up being on Eric either because I don't think he really did anything bad or made people want to vote him out. I, I, I really don't know what the it's just like everyone wanted a scapegoat. And for some reason, it got decided that that was him. Somebody said he was offline a lot. I think that's why he ended up being the first boot just because he wasn't on much but it was kind of like I mean, I really don't have much to talk about as far as the game goes. I know I was a huge personality there, but I was out so early and everything. And I really don't know what to have. But, uh.
5: Well, you may have been out early in the season, but you're the winner in our eyes, in our hearts, at least. Yep. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I think uh, we all enjoyed lurking you so much. And, you know, it's weird getting someone uh, genuine, I think, that gets, you know, I think you were misunderstood, Brandon.
6: Right. I I get that a lot. I don't uh, understand why, but in a lot of orgs I've played, I've got that people didn't understand that I was. I mean, I do play some things up, but my faith in God, my love for God and Jesus and um, my family, all that stuff. That's real. That's really like the main parts of my personality and like things in the game. I might play up a little bit, but I mean, I feel like. Almost everything I do in an org, it's really me. Some of it's just like more part of my core identity. And some of it's just like, you know, this is something I do in orgs. But it's all at least well, most of it is at least a little bit of me. But I I don't want to say all of it's me because I've done done some weird things in orgs before.
5: (laughs) (laughs) No, but we enjoyed having you. Thank you for uh, joining the podcast. Who else have we talked to? Jed, did we go over who you thought would win?
4: Yeah, Ronald. He said Ronald. I don't think he'll win, but, you know, maybe. Just I'll take a moment here to show my support for Liz. You know, been working with her just since day one. I'm glad I get to, got to uh, keep my tracker re- record up of aligning with the OTT woman of the season. <laughs> and, uh, That's true. Know, Even though it's cost you twice now. Through. Yeah.
6: Does Liz still have her immunity from the end of the season? She does.
5: She's not played yeah. that yet, which is impressive.
6: That's, yeah, kind of impressive. Has she still got her partner
5: in she, Her partner's still in the game. She could win both of those. So we'll see. She could be very dangerous uh, in the coming few days, but I think people are kind of clued into that. Who's left? Missy. Who do you think might win of the people left?
1: I literally just did this today while I was at work because we were dead. I basically made a list, and I think Stephanie with two ends has a really good chance of getting, okay, now getting far. Now, if she makes it to Final Tribal Council, then that's like a ball out of the park because, you know, she is very good in with a lot of the people. She's social. You know, she's a good player this season. But I feel like later on they're going to see, like some people like Michael and Alexis are going to realize that and go after her. Um, I mean, but I think right now she's in a good spot. I personally like Michael near Michael to win. I like Matt, my partner. I I mean, he can go far, but like my choice between Michael or Stephanie.
5: Yeah, Matt, Matt's uh, an interesting one because I think he probably has, if we're looking at like classic winner status, he's probably up there since he's like the most under the radar, but also still in alliances.
1: Yeah, I think he, he could end up doing well. Good for him because I mean, you know, he is very under the radar, like a lot of people's not aware of him yet. And I think it's good that he's with Sherry because Sherry is starting to be known as a known target. You know, her name is starting to get out there, and I think it's good that he's paired with her, that he's like partnered with her so that way he can like, you know, hide behind her as like a meat shield kind of thing. I mean, but overall I think he's playing a good game. It's just I think once he gets a little bit far, it's gonna get out of what he's done and how good he's doing, and I think they're gonna get him out as quick as they can. I,
4: I I'd say that Matt is successfully doing what I wanted to do, and that maybe he just needed to be careful of not becoming collateral damage of of Sherry, because they can't get her Mm -hmm. out, they go for him. Uh,
2: But if you look at how people have been ranking, the, the people who are mad at Sherry don't seem to be as mad at Matt, and there seem to be more people between their target list from Sherry and Matt, so it seems like he's avoiding the fallout from the actions of his allies. And then the allies he has don't see him as an endgame threat when he is.
1: Yeah, I mean, honestly, like if he's in Final Tribal Council, depending on who he's up against, I think he has a great chance. Just because, you know, he's made it this far without getting like an enemy number one target on him. You know, he's playing very careful. And I mean, kudos to him. It was a wrong partnership because obviously I don't play careful. I don't give a fuck, but him i mean i think he's playing a good game right now i I like the game he's playing
5: yeah that's interesting you said about him and sherry sherry was never a target until elizabeth really sunk her teeth in after the Jed boot so it's it's funny how she kind of made sherry into this huge target all by herself really because i don't think if that happened sherry would be on anyone's radar and she'd have like two idols with no 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 one on her radar but i think now she's like seen as the leader of that newbie group which is very dangerous for her
1: and see, right before I left, I actually started like liking Sherry just from what Matt has told me and from what I've heard from other people. And then now, since I got out and I'm able to see everything, I'm actually a huge fan of Sherry, but I know she's not going to get far. I know she's not going to make it to Final Tribal Council. So like, if I knew she was going to make it that far, then I would have her as my winner pick because I like how she's playing, but I don't think she's going to make it far.
5: And Brandon, of the people left, I know you're rooting for Elizabeth. Who do you think has the best chance of winning?
6: Oh, okay. Okay. I wouldn't say I'm really rooting for anyone. I am just hope it's a good season. And, and I've not really been spectating a lot either. Like I check every now and then to see who's left and kind of what's going on. But I, I'm like more seeing the season through like the Discord server where it's um, what people are talking about than actually lurking what's happening myself. So I'm not the most informed person there, but people seem to like... Sherry and uh, I think she's kind of under the radar. Elizabeth is doing good. That made it to the merge and still have her, her hidden immunity. And it really—I guess—it depends a lot on the alliances. But I don't—I don't, <laughs> I don't know a lot about what's going yeah. on. I mean, I didn't know what the alliances were when I was in the games. <laughs> Not you know, since then. Even though it would be a lot easier as a spectator to figure things out.
5: I guess no forward, Levita, do you have any questions for these guys while
0: we have them all together? Um. What is what does everyone think about? Um. No. (laughs) 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 All right. Thank you.
3: Good question.
5: Yeah. Good question. Good
6: question. I think a newbie will win because. Yeah. They seem to be uh, the people that people are saying are doing good on the Discord is like Matt and uh, Sherry and the people that I see a lot of people rooting for are like Hope and Alex. Yeah, Matt could also be the winner. So there's a lot of good newbies left. And I think the veterans... I don't know. I just don't think they'll let a lot of them get to the end. But I mean, I, th- I think at least one of them will because, I mean, they're not like.
5: I think you're right. I think, you know, as it stands right now, there are eight newbies left and only six veterans left. And I think the early targets are probably Jessica and Elizabeth. So it could become very quickly four to eight.
6: Is 14. Uh, normally, like when y'all merge. I'm stranded. Uh, It has
5: been lately. We normally merge at 14 and get rid of someone right away. So it becomes 13 very quickly. Uh, of course, we tried not right. to do that this season because we wanted to throw off some of the vets. So we're doing things a little differently. But yes, we do normally have a larger merge.
6: Have people's profile pictures changed? Because Michael looks like he's aged like 20 years. <laughs> <laughs>
5: <laughs> yeah, we normally change their profile picture after um, they merge. OK, <laughs> I don't have too many more questions for you guys. Uh, is there anything that maybe happened in the game that you don't want to talk about? I guess, uh, Jed, I don't know how much we can talk about it, but I know you had a hard time voting out Stephanie. And that's been a problem for you outside of the game. How are you guys doing currently? Yeah, a
4: problem. Uh, there's been no private talks since... Then since, well, you know, she messaged me like two minutes after we we voted her and you know, called me a bunch of names and stuff. But other than that, it's all been public and I'm kind of just letting things, you know, calm down. Hopefully she's, you know, realizes it's a game and it's nothing personal. And anything I said on the application, which apparently she read was just to, you know, rally you up booty and get me on the season.
1: Wait, did Jed vote Stephanie for that tribal? Yes. Yeah. Oh, shit. I didn't know that.
5: Yeah, that was a whole drama. Um, we'll talk to Stephanie and get her. Her opinion is, I think, you know, I think you're right. I think it just needs some time to calm down. It's very fresh. And we said in our podcast, which I haven't released yet, the latest one we did, uh, I kind of felt bad for both of you guys because I know for you, it wasn't easy making that decision. And of course, from her, she feels a little bit betrayed. And I've been on both ends of that. So I understand, you know, it's never easy in an all-star situation when you're playing with friends. That's
4: for sure. Yeah, it was just, I don't know, going in, I knew that I couldn't just try to play the same thing with the same people and it just wouldn't work and you know i just knew eventually it was gonna have to happen and i wanted to be on the better end of it so
1: can i ask jed a question yeah go ahead sure so jed whenever you did find out that this vote was gonna be on stephanie how come do you didn't try to change it up
4: well because as i said like i knew it was gonna happen eventually she told me she had the idol so and it was literally, like at that point i'm at a repeat of what happened last time where it's i get told last minute that the vote is going on to stephanie do i tell her to play her idol or not and it didn't work for me last time when i told her to play her idol so this time i told her not to play her idol well didn't tell her to play her idol so yeah i knew i couldn't continue playing with her and i had to move on it was new people so just had to be done
6: you just assume that if you did tell her to play um the immunity then um people would see you as a pyre and then that would put you in danger you know you yeah, just had to look f- for your own game basically well yeah, said right. last time yeah, it
5: was it was eerie that it was the exact same situation as last time, uh, to the point where we were like, "Is Jay going to get idled crazy. out?" If, again if
6: I have to Stephanie. Weeks, uh, the scripted or Stephanie
4: <laughs> yeah, yeah that's why, true that's why leading up to it I knew I had to tell Jessica again and again and again that I'm okay cutting Stephanie like I, I knew I had to keep telling people that so that you know when the time did come to cut her that they would tell me this time
5: I do think so, I think this situation is, is different though because in this scenario I think pretty much the whole tribe was together or at least the vast majority was together on getting rid of Stephanie So to go against that would have really been sticking your neck out against a lot of different allies. Yeah. You kind of had your hand tied anyway. It's not like it was, you know, you and her together against a bunch of newbies again or so, you know, or whatever the situation. It was like you still kind of had people you were working with and everyone was coming together telling you she's going home. So to then go against that and betray everyone to save her. Uh, That's probably not the best move.
4: Yeah,
1: that makes a lot of sense because I remember whenever that tribal, I was scared shitless to talk to Jed. So that's why I didn't speak to him at all, because I was like, oh, he's not going to go with the boat. I I was scared shitless of it. But that's interesting. I did not
4: know he voted for her. No, even I think uh, even Liz was afraid to tell me it was only, it was Jessica who told me because she's the one who I told the most that, you know, I'm not afraid to cut Stephanie when the time comes. So eventually she told me like 10, 15 minutes before the vote.
5: Yeah, we were all kind of freaking out that she told you too because we were like, oh, boy. I mean, I knew you wouldn't tell Stephanie because uh, of what you had said before that. But I was like, man, that was not a good call to tell shit because <laughs> um, it could have backfired easily.
6: You kind of wish they wouldn't have told you because then you didn't save her anyway and then you wouldn't have had like the guilt of knowing that you could have. No, because
4: them telling me meant that they trusted me with that and it gave me a, gave me the choice to prove my loyalty to them by cutting her and going with them. You know, it was able for me to solidly say, here you go, see, I'm with you guys. Uh
5: Hannah, you also had a problem with Stephanie coming into the season. You guys kind of kept it together, though, for the most part, where like you guys are kind of working together for a long time, or at least on the opposite sides of that. But you were upset with us for casting both of y'all together. Did it affect your game negatively?
3: I mean, we're just not friends. That's just the thing. I wasn't calling her names in my confessional. I was just straight up. We're not friends. And. Yeah, that's not going to ever be decent between us. And I think you all know that. So, whatever. And it, uh, should I say this? Oh, well. Um, it's embarrassing that I went out before her. <laughs>
5: uh, <it>. Well, <laughs> not that far before her, to be fair. <laughs> like right before her. Yeah. So, I don't, I thought you guys, uh, there was a while there, I thought you guys were going to work together for a long time, which would have been interesting. Uh, well, not that at you guys. Least that
3: one vote, that one vote, we were working together okay, especially with like, I'm kind of proud of myself that I didn't use my bias or anything against her to try to get her out. Instead, I worked with her and I told her, who did Garrett tell you to vote? And Missy. It's like, he's trying to put you guys against each other. So I'm pretty proud of being like that with her. But I think in a gameplay wise, we, we we work pretty well together. But that's about it.
5: Yeah, because in isolated, you went for her pretty hard immediately. And that ended up not being her. So You know, yeah. I mean, it, well, it was wasn't
6: you cast survivor people on isolated. Yeah.
5: Yeah. Sometimes we, you know, everybody it's like, it's a different org. So like you guys are eligible to apply for isolated. We try not to take like all the people in one season, you know, we, we try to limit it. But yeah, some of these guys have played in our big brother game as well.
6: Is Isolated follow like the same format as Big Brother, or is it like it's something kind of? It's Big Brother,
0: yeah.
5: Okay, yeah. Jed was originally in Isolated before he played Stranded. So Brian King.
3: One thing to say about Isolated, kind of vaguely related to that, because I had the partner twist in that season, and there was partner twist here. I was very surprised to hear after getting voted out that, like, all the partners were known after I was out. It was like, I didn't tell anybody my partner and isolated. And it took me a while to figure out everybody's partners. So... This has to be the era.
5: fastest that partners have been revealed uh, in yeah. any time we've done it. Yeah, it spread really quick. I mean, instantly, everyone was just telling each
4: other.
1: So I just want to add on to that. I wanted to keep mine and Matt's partnership um, a secret. And then whenever I approached him with it, he was like, oh, I already told some," And I was, like, yeah. well, <laughs> fuck the- well, I was like, well, fuck me in the ass. I was like, I wanted this to be a secret. And so I was like, well, fuck, he already told people. I already know he's telling other people because I know he lies to me. So I was like, shit, I'm just going to go tell everybody else.
5: Yeah. Jessica and Elizabeth were really quick to out like all of the partners it was cr- kind of crazy. But it ended up being um even though all the partners were known, it really messed with the season a lot because the cross tribal communication. I mean, Missy, you basically infiltrated the other tribe and messed with their heads. I mean, you didn't cause the boots but because they thought you did it ended up causing drama. <laughs> so I see yeah.
1: okay let, I've been reading what everybody said about that so let me clarify I didn't technically take okay so I didn't say I made that plan the reason I took blame for those boots is so that way it took the target off of Matt and Sherry and his alliance I originally did that to fuck with people's <laughs> heads so that way it took the target off of them and then it would also take the target off of other people in my tribe whenever we did the Stephanie boot I did that job. Just so that way they are these other people are getting targeted. And that bounces off of what I told Jessica when I was trying to get her to vote Alexis. I'm like, look, I will take the fucking blame for it if Liz comes after you. Do not let her talk to you like that. Let her talk to me like that. I'll take the blame. You get off scotch free. I just did that just fuck with people's heads.
5: Yeah. Your your masterminding knows no bounds, Missy.
1: Yeah. Yes. Sixteen chefs.
5: <laughs> um
6: I can't believe Missy sounds more country than I do.
1: <laughs> it's about
6: uh, no, no,
0: sorry. <laughs> that is not true. Y'all are
5: pretty you. even.
1: I was the country person, and then thank gosh you opened up your mouth, so that way I'm not alone.
5: I'm just glad (laughs) someone sounds more country than I do.
1: Pootie, you live in Louisiana. Yeah,
5: I know. You don't.
1: You don't live in Hicktown, Mississippi. (laughs) Yeah, you sound like you sound
6: like a northern country. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Noted, northern
0: state, Louisiana. Wait, what? Brandon, where are you? Tennessee. Oh yeah.
5: Okay. I think uh, Jessica's Kentucky, huh?
0: tell somebody that in the org
6: i can't remember who
5: yeah i think jessica's kentucky she's southern too um, jessica
4: bill tennessee
6: mm, oh yeah i'm okay. pretty
4: sure she is yeah god uh, oh
6: it, that's southern
5: um Ally is kentucky that's right yeah
4: Oh, yeah. What's this business about uh, Allie lying about why, where she's from? Because she she's from Toronto.
2: It was funny for me because Different in, in the in the opening, it's like, oh, don't reveal personal information. I'm sitting there. I'm like, OK, so don't say where I'm from. And people are like, oh, I'm from here and here. I'm like, wait, we can say that.
5: <laughs> yeah, it's more so like, I don't know, it, it depends.
2: No, I get it. I just get hyper paranoid about rules like that and then I just like I guess I'll just be as strict
6: on these as possible. I I had that same thing like um one time Missy said you can tell every, every everything except your name and I'm like pretty sure if I told like my address and stuff I'd get banned so. But. I, I gave <laughs> yeah. up after I
2: got way too in the weeds political with Alexis, listing like, huh?
5: Alexis still talks about you though. I think uh...
2: I know she misses me. It's great, but I, I got I got way too in the weeds political with her, and she was like, "You have to be from California." And I'm like, "Yeah."
6: Why did people? Talk politics in orgs. I don't get that. I'm not going to hide my Christianness in orgs because I feel like you know you should always put God first and never you know. Oh God. Um, Never this try to being, suppress that.
5: This was you. Oh, you okay. You
6: know you got to choose the hill to die on. I'll die on the hill for Jesus, but I'm not going to be <laughs> talking politics. Or, I don't know a lot about politics. I don't care to talk about it. And it just seems like that would make like enemies really fast. But some people do. And there is stressful. no way I would actively engage in a political conversation on
2: this with someone who I didn't agree with. That's an amazing way to create an enemy. I'm not going to do
6: that. (laughs) It is weird. People will create the weirdest bonds in orgs, especially because I I, I do a lot of Discord orgs and um, there's like, they're different. Stranded's definitely like, I think it definitely has like more uh, overall, more dedicated cast because I feel like people put a lot of time in the Stranded, which some people do on Discord or But it's not like everybody. It's like there'll be a few big players who are very invested in it. And then there's some kids just doing it in their free time or whatever, which I mean, we're all doing it in our free time. But, you know, some people take it really seriously. Some people don't. Cast vary, but sometimes people bond about the smallest little thing, what what video games they like or something, and they mm-hmm. make. We talked about Zelda a lot, Brandon. <laughs>
1: I want to say something real quick. So, like, bounce off what Brandon said. You don't understand why people talk politics, and like, you don't want to talk politics in orgs. See that? I mean, that can be kind hypocritical. What you just said. Like, I'm not saying I'm atheist or nothing. That I don't agree with you like beliefs. But, like, I think it's the same thing. Like with religion, I don't think it should be spoken with inside or just like politics they're the same thing as a double-edged sword you know you can easily run into someone who doesn't believe in what you believe and it can turn into an argument just like a political argument
0: um i think you know i think politics i think politics has its place
6: okay i get what you're saying i'm just saying to me if i get voted out because i'm a christian that's worth it to me but if i got voted out because of something political that wouldn't be worth it to me but if other people want to talk about that, and if that's worth them getting voted out, then I guess they have the free speech to do so. But that's something I've never understood. But it's, it's happened before in, like, Discord. People would bond over politics, what whatever they could. But, um, yeah, it's just strange how some people bond over, like, litless things. And uh, you can tell that they, it affects, like, their game decisions because they talk about it in their confessionals or in, like— um, Some people do like YouTube confessionals too, which I really appreciate because then they're able to like give a lot of information really quickly where if if they can talk good, they can. Some people ramble, but, that's kind of fun to listen to, too. Sometimes.
1: we well, see, like within Stranded, I don't, I, I, think everybody respects the game so much that they're not going to vote you out on, you know, a personal belief. I mean, I, pl- I came from Discord orgs just like you did, Brandon, and I know you play with a, we play with a bunch of youngsters who talk shit and stuff, and will vote you out for no reason. But like I think in Stranded, you don't have to worry about that because everyone respects the game so much that they're not going to vote you out for a personal belief. They're only going to vote you out game wise or if you annoy them. Simple like that. I don't. I mean, in this community, you have so many different personalities and different backgrounds that they're not going to take that out on you because somebody in this community has something bad in their life that, you know, bothers them or they have different beliefs that they know they don't want to attack someone for it. And voting them out because of that belief is actually attacked. And I don't think anyone in this community is going to do that. So, like, I think that's something you don't have to worry about.
5: I think, you know, for Brandon... I might be speaking for Brandon, but uh, let me know if I'm wrong. I think his uh, faith is like a huge part of his identity, too. Just like Alexis's politics are a big part of her identity. So for them to not talk about those things would be they would have to be like hiding or disguising a part of themselves. So I didn't think that that was necessarily weird. I do see your point. I think even you know some people preseason thought, you know, well, maybe someone who disagrees with his beliefs might be turned off by that. And so that's a risk. But, you know, people can be turned off by a lot of things that you like or discuss, you know. So if it's part of who you are, I, I think it would be weird to hide that. But I think for me, I thought the preseason was fantastic. I thought you guys, you know, every boot was, for the most part, unpredictable or at least very interesting. And every character I thought this season, if we can call you that, added something to the season. So... I'd like to thank all of you guys for playing. I'd like to thank the first-time players for deciding to stick around with Stranded and for coming in for the podcast. And I'd like to thank the returning players for risking a second time, especially (laughs) after the first time didn't go so well. But I don't think anyone has anything to be, like, super ashamed of this season. I, I feel like it went well overall, even if it didn't it didn't pan out for you this time.
6: I feel like I'm happy with what I did. I went out really early, but maybe that that, that was for the better some ways, because I left before I could start really annoying people. I went out liked, and I got to witness to people about Jesus, and I had fun. It was a great experience, and I think I would do better if I ever come back on, like, another stranded... Org because now I just know the format better and that was kind of exhausting trying to learn that on the fly the first time around and I, I kind of think that's the biggest advantage that the returning players had which is that they have stranded experience and it's a lot different from other orgs I think it it matters more like if you've, if you've played other orgs, that doesn't necessarily make you ready for Stranded. It, it does have a different feel to it.
5: Oh, definitely. No, and, you know, we have some of the newbies who have played in hundreds of games over, you know, 10 years plus, And some of them are having a hard time adapting to the difference. So that is for sure. Stranded is a different entity from most... For most games, there are some that are close. But uh, is there anything else anyone has to add about their experience or uh, anything we missed? I,
1: I do want to say this. Uh, Pudi, Nofo, Lavita, Joaquin, Danny, thank you so much for giving me a second chance. Let me come back to show who I really am. Um, I'm glad I made more, t- <laughs> more TV for y'all this season. I hope I... You know, redeem myself somewhat. I'm glad y'all gave me a second chance. I definitely had a lot more fun this season than I did last season. I don't know. I guess because I liked it a lot more because I was more level headed somewhat. I wasn't as freaking crazy as I was, in my opinion. This is you
5: level headed? Shut (laughs) up. (laughs)
1: I wasn't okay. I wasn't as blowing up on people as I was last season. I will admit myself that. Like I had one public blowout and that was it. That was it. And I'm I'm very proud of myself too. I was expecting a lot more when I found out the cast on night one, but I was like, okay, get your shit together. I was like, you can't be crazy this season. <laughs>
6: Yeah. I defended you, Missy, when when they were talking about you from like the last season. Somebody said they thought you cheated. I'm like, no, the host would not let a cheater back. I'm sure she didn't cheat.
1: Baby, <laughs> and God, I, I can <laughs> listen to the podcast. <laughs> but
6: <the> so. <laughs> but yeah,
1: thank you so much, Pootie. Had a fun time. It was a great Christmas present. <laughs> but thank you so much again.
5: Does anybody else have anything else?
2: Right, we we'll close hey, it up. Generic. Yeah. Thank thank you for doing this. It was fun. I'm excited to continue watching the game go, and I'm really happy I made Michael cry.
6: Oh, sure. uh, Yeah, feels good.
1: Thank you, Eric. <laughs> Thank you so much. How did
6: you make Michael cry? <laughs> by, by being voted out. <laughs>
2: Thank you. Wow. Are you sure he cried over that? No, I'm not, but he said he did, and that's good enough for me. <laughs>
5: Oh, yeah. man! Well, we enjoyed all you guys. I mean, I don't always mean that, but this season I do. I really think every boot has been meaningful and impactful in the season, so thank you guys for a good season so far i'm it looks like you guys are gonna stick around i'm I'm glad for that. I think the rest of the season should be just as uh unpredictable. I certainly can't begin to predict what will happen, but I look forward to talking about it with you all. So I think with that, I'm going to close out the podcast. This is Pootie out
0: later. Peace. Uh, Brandon, say cheater again. Say cheater again. Cheater. Oh my God. (laughs) We love you, Brandon.